Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! We're back. We're back. We're live. We're live. How's it going, everybody? I'm Julian Dujeric here for the AfterBuzz TV Homeland After Show. We're missing Frank. Yes, Frank. We're saying hi. Uh, but I'm also joined with my lovely co-panelists. Hi, I'm Stephanie Garrett, <laughs> and you can find me at Stephanie G uh, thirty three sixty on Instagram and Twitter, and Stephanie Garrett thirty three sixty on YouTube. And you can also find me at Julian Dujeric all across the board on all social media. Uh, today. What episode? I'm gonna sneak over on I your notes. I think it's episode ten. Episode ten, I believe. Season five, the new normal. <laughs> yes, the new normal. It is quite the new normal mm-hmm. today. Uh, what are your? First of all, let's do social media uh, yes. shoutouts, which is we're trying to keep the form. Frank uh, usually steers the ship, and he's so good at it. <laughs> Our captain is not with us, and the crew is sinking. No, we're we're kind of winging it. We miss <laughs> you, Frank. Winging. Yeah, we miss you, Frank. But we will say um, it is quite uh, a. It was what a what an episode. Oh it, my god, it, it was so filled. Yeah, so filled. I don't know that we'll be able to get to all of it in, in <sighs> just this short yeah, amount of time, right. but. Um, we did have some social shoutouts. You uh, typically do Instagram, but we have a, a couple on Twitter. That, well, we do. Ha- we don't yeah. really have. I didn't get any shoutouts personally, okay. but we got some good stuff from the uh, ABTV Homeland yes. hashtag. And one of them was from Carrie Driscoll at PSU Carrie K E R R Y. Hi Carrie. Hi Carrie. The uh, the woman patting the dog across the street from where Allison was standing with that guy was some sort of signal and I agree. Yeah. I agree. So we'll talk about that. Okay. But yes, and then right. that's one. That's a good one. <laughs> and then um G Wiz. Hey G, Mr. G Wiz, what's going on? Uh he says, Why are the uh Syrians speaking German to each other? That's a good point. Oh, I didn't notice that actually. I kinda did and then one of them sounded really American at some point too. <laughs> I'm like okay, it's okay. It's okay. They still you know, they're still uh, following the story, so it's okay. And um, let's see what else we got. Uh, Obama better pay attention, Homeland. <laughs> That's what Miss G Wiz says. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so what what do you have from YouTube? Well, yeah, it's funny that she says that because there are. I kind of I'll talk a little bit about this a little uh, later, but uh, there's some narrative parallels to real life uh, in this episode, particularly that kind of shook me. But we'll get to that uh-huh. um, later on. Uh, I w- of course monitor the uh, the YouTube comments and uh, Miss Lost Nikita. Uh, commented something that I thought was uh, constructive and, and uh, contributes to the show in a good way. Uh, it says, it's probably far-fetched since this is Homeland, but maybe Otto is just afraid that Jonas is going to leave sooner or later if he stays with Carrie, or that he at least will change his ethics or abandon the Foundation's principles. So mm. that was uh, just a play on uh, why... Um, that situation, that relationship between Jonas and Otto right. is uh, as strong as it is, um, which I kind of agree. I think there might be there. He wants to keep good people in his in his corner, and so yeah. that makes sense to me. Um, and another interesting comment that um, about Allison, which I mean, Allison right. is Allison. Allison is the 
the fiery Alishka. Yeah, Alishka. Yeah, I keep forgetting that her name is Alishka. Uh, well, they they have nick they have done <laughs> her Alishka. Well, uh, Grill Tang sa- says I felt I had to post a comment regarding Allison not lighting a cigarette and therefore and therefore not killing Carrie. So, do you remember when the Russian handler in the flashback in this episode said that he would never have to harm anyone, uh, and she didn't believe him at first? She's only supposed to feed the Russians a little information once in a while. Mm. She was never supposed to kill anyone directly, and especially not someone she knows. So there may be some overstepping That's of her boundaries there. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you so much for yes. uh, commenting on all of our social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, and of course on YouTube. We read all of your comments and mm-hmm. we feel like it contributes to the show um, it, it, and it allows us to have a conversation. So yeah. thank you for that. Um, so what also, are your, wait, I was going to say, also join us in the live chat. Yes. We have the live chat up and we can see your comments and questions. There is a bit of a delay, but we'll still uh, give you a shout out or read your comment or question. So please do join us there. Yes. Oh, thank you. They blew it up. I can see it. I love it. <laughs> I can see it. Awesome. Okay. We're all getting it together. So first impressions. What, what did you think of this episode? There's a lot going on. <sighs> wow. Well, I liked... Gosh, I don't even know where to start. Right? I, I said we should start with the procedural part okay. of the episode where, you know, how it sort of played out and Allison trying to wiggle her way right. out of the situation. And I have to say she did very well. Right. I mean, I you know, we love to hate her, but she's good. <laughs> she's very good at what she does. And she's a very sharp, smart lady. Very sharp. She saved her own behind. Mm-hmm. And even kind of saved Ivan a little bit, too. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, I thought that. I thought... I mean, it, as however I feel or we feel about Allison, there's no doubt that she is a smart woman mm. who can easily uh, navigate these waters. Oh, absolutely! And you know, it's it definitely it's a it's a, a skill set that's much needed in the CIA. Mm-hmm. If you are Allison and you're you know defecting or <laughs> right. if you're a traitor, yeah. Um, so definitely that's something that uh, you need. My my impression uh, of Allison has always been uh, one of sort of uh, distant respect. Ah, yes. If that makes any mm-hmm. sense. Because yeah. Allison has been I mean, she's she was she's been in the CIA for decades, yeah. and she's a trusted high level official. Right. And so I definitely respect her in that regard. Um, we see in this episode that uh, she has She's trying to still get as involved as she can mm-hmm. with uh, the investigations and sort of w- what's happening. Right. And uh, it's interesting to me to see how Dardal um, and Saul have different um, interactions with her. But what, what's interesting to me was Dardal and Allison's uh, dynamic throughout this right. episode. Because Dardal, you can tell... It, due to the nature of his position, mm-hmm. it can't be too trusting and mm-hmm. knows that he um, can't second-guess anyone and, okay. and doesn't really... Ex- he, I, I don't think he expects anything good or bad from anyone. He just doesn't trust people. And so right. it's interesting to me to see sort of the fractured, disjointed uh, nature of their of Dardal and Allison's relationship now mm-hmm. and sort of, uh, in, in my opinion... How conflicted he is right. about all that has happened. Right. Uh, what do you think about that? I think you're correct, but I also I like when you think that I'm correct. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I think Dardal is not quite buying Allison's story. I mean, I think he buys some of it. That's okay. just my opinion, but I also think he's going to use her to his advantage in right. this situation. That's just you know what I mean, so, right? 
to to see if he can gather more intelligence exactly because he needs something a little bit more concrete and they don't really have anything from those documents just yet carrie's still trying to pull them all together and laura's out doing whatever she's doing so they're kind of amiss with that but i think once he gathers all the information and of course you know saul tried to strangle her (laughs) and oh such an intense scene huh? yeah but you know that's kind of what I mean, what happens when, you know, you're you're intimate with someone and they sort of betray you. You yeah. kind of just want to jump on them. Not that you should. Right. Or not that it's correct or anything. But that was a more uh, a personal approach to, <laughs> you know, he's basically saying you so-and-so, you, you know. That's a way to, that's a great way to put it. Such yeah. A, you're, you're, it's almost a pacification of your delivery or, or approach, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not yours specifically. Yeah. I mean, the, the character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's... I just want to talk a little bit about that scene between um, Saul and Allison and how yeah. unhinged Saul became. Yeah. Um, and reasonably so. I mean, this is a man who clearly believes and trusts in Carrie's instincts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is you can see the frustration on his face that he can't bring that into the limelight. His mm-hmm. instincts about Allison. Oh. He... Um, what was astonishing to me because I've always seen I, there there was an in, there was a line from Allison that says something to the effect and I'm paraphrasing heavily uh, that you know one of the things that attracted mm-hmm. her about Saul was his temper his rage his rage that's what it was oh. all of that rage she says so I thought that was fascinating that Very you know fascinating. that's something that attracts. Um, anyone to any other person right it's like if you want to eventually just run the other direction <laughs> right <laughs> right and and so i i bring that up because i never really saw saul as someone who didn't lose his temper and i want to say lose his temper mm-hmm. and i put that in quotes uh without some intention right um this to me felt like just a complete spilling over of emotions and yeah. no real control, no real purpose mm-hmm. because he's frustrated. He wants well, he, to see... I think he was in love with her at some point. Yeah. I think, and once you have that dynamic between two people, it's on a whole other level. Yeah. You know, when you love someone and they betray you, it's like, you know, all everything sort of comes to the surface. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if you had a, you know, and I think that that was what his intentions were. I don't know. I Like you said, I don't think he's necessarily an angry man. Yeah. Because we've all known angry people who just walk around the world just angry at the world. I don't right. think he's one of those people. I think that he is someone who trusted her. Yeah. And that's why, remember, he went into the bathroom a couple episodes and told her about Carrie and this and that. So he did have some trust with her. And she completely just blew that out of the water. So he's, I think he's just very upset with her. Yeah. I think he's just done. And I think he's disappointed in her mostly. Just so disappointed. Yeah. I mean, how could you not be? Right. Well, I think it it definitely goes far past that, obviously. Mere disappointment wouldn't uh, elicit that kind of response. But yes, it does stem from that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just so sad to see Saul, who seemingly has everything Mm -hmm. kind of not figured out, but together. Yeah. And to see him kind of come unhinged in that Mm -hmm. way uh, was definitely something that I thought was... uh, Right. Was out of character for him, right? Which affected me as I a know. watcher. It was it was a little sad to see him yeah. sort of go there, mm-hmm. but I kind of understood it, right? In a way, but I liked also the fact that he and Dardal have seemed to come back together. Because remember they had that falling yeah. out a few episodes ago, and you know he went on, on Lamb or whatever. But I like that they're sort of 
connected again mm-hmm. because they're all friends. They've been friends for 30 years. That's not something you could just sort of throw away. I don't think, Okay, you, you know, you have your problems, but you sort of fix it or whatever it is. Um, so it was nice to see the two of them sort of get together in this caper and try to figure out what Allison was doing and, you know, yeah. figure out the, the, the gist of everything and him not taking it personally. Right. So I mean, not so, taking it personally. Right. You know, I think he just said F me right. and was like, you know, just, he kind of just put through his hands up in the air. One star doll kind of, you know, put, mm-hmm. took him off the hook. Right. Uh, which I thought was fascinating. Yeah. Uh, I guess because when the stakes are so high, you leave what doesn't serve you or you mm-hmm. let go of what doesn't serve you. Yeah. Uh, in that, in those moments. Right. Um, but it's sort of, I don't even want to say an elephant in the room, Allison mm-hmm. being the elephant in the room. It's sort of the energy in the room that yeah. you can't, I, that's the best uh, analogy that I can use because there's, mm-hmm. there's no proof really that Allison is what Saul and Carrie suspect her of being. Right. But there's this notion, there's enough uh, instances in her story or in her, in her, like, uh, what's the word? I'm, I'm, uh, excuse? Mm-hmm. Not excuse, but I can't think of the word. Yeah. Um, her alibi, I guess. Okay. There are enough holes in that. Right. That, re- that give you pause to make it so that you don't just throw away the possibility of yes. her, you know, being a traitor. Yeah. And so, it, with someone as uh, pensive and, and in a position as Dardal is, and mm-hmm. as, as Carrie, and as obviously um, Saul is, as uh, Saul, Dardal, and Carrie are, uh, it's interesting to me that they still, all three of them, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe mm-hmm. I'm seeing, I'm reading too much into it, but it's interesting to me that they still see, uh, sort of the grander picture mm. and how to kind of move along as a result of, you know, having yeah, well, that as a priority moving along. I think, you know, as someone I mentioned on a seminar, they're playing mm. the long game. Yeah. They're trying to see how it's all going to play out for them, you know, in the, in the long run. It's such know? a, I mean, it's such a long game. It is. It is. It's a few <laughs> more episodes worth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which I wonder, and I said this last week, I think Allison will definitely see her demise uh, soon, mm. uh, I just don't, I don't know how it's going to play out. We have two more episodes left, and yeah. they are none the wiser, right? Unless not, though, something comes to, to the surface in those documents. That's what we really yeah, need we, to nail. We her. haven't heard about these documents. There, we ha- there yeah. have been a couple episodes right. now. We no mention of the documents at mm-hmm. all. Which actually, let's uh, let's talk about. Laura Sutton and Otto. Laura. <laughs> what, what does that mean? Yeah, she just has such an <laughs> attitude, man. Like, I mean, not that, I mean, I, have, I sometimes have an attitude as well because I'm right. a woman and I'm black and, you know, all that kind of thing. So, but I'm not against her or anything, but she's just so flippant. Yeah. And, and unnecessarily so. It's the nature of her job. She's a journalist <sighs> whose uh, her, inclination is to question authority at all times. So. I guess, but it's like she doesn't get it. And she's kind of starting to get on my nerves. Doesn't get what? She doesn't get the ramifications of what it is she's doing. Either she doesn't get it or she just doesn't care. And I think it's a little of both because she's trying to do whatever in her head, what she thinks is proper. Right. Like with the, what's his name? I wrote it down. The, um, the gentleman who was released from prison, Marwan, I think. Yeah. She had no, um, sort of understanding of what the ramifications of, you know, I mean, well, she was trying to protect him in a way, but, she still brought him to the surface, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she yeah. doesn't really get it. I, I mean, think. I think she has the same mission as to find find out what's happening, find mm-hmm. out the truth. Right. right. She's in the pursuit of truth. So in that sense, there's a nobility to that. But uh, you're right. You know, so there's this is a man who clearly uh, is scared for his life, mm-hmm. who 
is trying to do the right thing, seemingly, right? Yeah. And has come to them, has come to uh, Otto and, and Laura Sutton. And Jonas. Um, and Jonas, of mm-hmm. course. Jonas is his lawyer. Uh, right. For help. Right. And as we see it play out... Mm-hmm. The they he was arrested. Right. The, uh, the German police mm-hmm. came. Or, uh, poli- not police. German. I guess German intelligence, intelligence. Uh, came and and arrested him yeah. after um, Saul and uh, Otto agreed to have him uh, with his lawyer mm-hmm. <laughs> come in, and, and they had that agreement. Right. Um, what do you think is going to happen there? I mean, do you, I, there's so many that different might ways be of predictions territory. Yeah. I don't know. I may have to save that for a later. Um, so let me ask you this: what, what did you think of the the way they handled him and uh, the way they handled their their client in that? Well, I do regard? think that she had very good intentions when sort of bringing him in and, mm-hmm. and getting him on video and, and promising him medical care and mm-hmm. housing and all this sort of, sort of thing without asking Otto first because Otto could have clearly have said no, yeah. we're not going to do that. But she just sort of, you know, I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you should at least ask permission permission right. if you're going to have somebody pay your medical bills and your household expenses. That's like a big thing. <laughs> and I kind of saw that on his face, on Otto's face. He's like, what like, did you just do? Right, but exactly. I feel like he can't really say what what's on his mind, really question, because mm-hmm. what's done is done. What's done is done. She already promised him all of those things. And right. so, you know, to kind of go back and forth, A, is a waste of time, and B, does nothing to right. you know, further your... Um, to get your goal, yeah, you know, realized. Um, what I, I want to move on to Quinn. <laughs> Wait, I do oh, have do one have a- uh, tidbit that oh, sure. the SVR Russians was the ones who brought down General Yusuf's plane. Oh, right. Remember, we questioning did Allison do it? Yeah. Did so and so? Did the Israelis do it? No, it was the Russians. Which eventually gets obviously, which eventually gets Saul off the hook. Exactly. Yeah, which yeah. is great. Yeah, because Saul's back in the game. Right. And I like that. And He's we like him as game. a player. Exactly. <laughs> Not on the lamb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> carries well, off the hook too. Carries off. The, yeah, that's true. Everybody's off the hook for now. And uh, I want to get to Carrie and and uh, how she <laughs> is okay. her state during this episode, but. Poor Quinn. <laughs> I know, and I wrote down, poor Quinn is suffering in... Oh, poor Quinn, he's suffering. Well, these jihadists have obviously um, injected Quinn with this yeah. this gas. It's, it's mm-hmm. sarin gas. Uh, and we see that... Um, what is the name of the, the gentleman that in, in, injected Quinn with uh, the Kasim. anti... Kasim. Kasim. We see that Kasim is kind of uh, very scared. Yes. Because he now needs an exit strategy. He needs mm-hmm. to kind of maneuver this. And we see that he, at first, reveals that there's a mole yeah. in the group mm-hmm. uh, to the leader, to Bibi. Yes. Bibi? Bibi is the leader. Bibi yes. is the leader. So Kasim goes to Bibi and he says, someone tried to save his life, Quinn's life. Okay. We have a mole. And Oh, no, that wasn't Kasim. That was the other guy. And I did not write his name down. Okay. Kasim was the one who was trying to save Quinn. Remember, he right. shot, did him with the shot. So so that's what I'm talking okay. about. So, okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, and I, I don't know if you had the same reaction, but I was thinking, you know, why would he tell on himself? Yeah. But he wasn't. No. He was, <laughs> I don't understand how that, like, how that can happen. But we ultimately see that, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, up to him. He, right. you know, uh, BB was 
he knew. That, right, he uh, figured it out. He figured it out, mm-hmm. and he switched the ca- the kits when um uh, they li- when BB lined up the rest of the group mm-hmm. and uh, tried to figure out who this mall was and searched through their bags, of course, uh, and ultimately killed. Yeah. One of their own, an innocent man. Well, seemingly innocent, at least in this context. Right. Um, And then they have this conversation in the car on their way uh, to wherever it is that they're going where BB says, you know, I thought your faith would have guided you and gotten you through this, but Mm -hmm. apparently you need a little more incentive than that. And sort of reveals that he knew all along. And now that I know, Mm -hmm. the reason why you are still alive is because you're a family, you're blood. Uh, but now that I know this, you do what I say. You right. only say what I tell you to say. You are an extension of me. And if you fail to be, mm-hmm. uh, you will die. I right. will kill you. Um, which, oh, what a gut-wrenching part. <laughs> Wait, what, can, a, what a crazy... Like, and you can tell he was this. just terrified, poor guy. Yeah. He's like shaking in the car. Because I don't think he's cut out for that sort of thing. I don't think so he's either. Just n- that's just not who he is as a person. Right. And I don't think he has the courage to stand up and say, you know what, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Well, like Quinn told him, says, well, can hey... can he really? Well, well Quinn, yeah. remember Quinn told him, said, just run out of here and don't come back. They're yeah. not going to find you, right. you know? And, you know, ultimately, ultimately he tries to save Quinn and he kind of does. But, right. you know, he, he just doesn't have that kind of courage. Yeah, he doesn't... It's... it's I mean, how can he's how can you it's yeah, a, it's if you're a, terrified it's if you're terrified it's a it's a great like you have to have sort of nerves of steel to right uh not even have any indication that right. you are feeling any way right um so i'm definitely not cut out for that line of work well, yeah, me, me either <laughs> well, me just, neither i don't know yeah. this is more correct if someone either just way. pinches me i'll just i'll spill the beans yeah, yeah i consider myself a tough girl but i'm not that no tough. i'm not that tough either no definitely <laughs> no definitely thank not. you <laughs> but then we see we see uh, Carrie, yeah, go on this mission to find Quinn. Yeah, Carrie and Astrid and Astrid go on this and, mission. Yeah, I like that the two of them are working together. Yeah, I like that. Isn't that cool? Yeah, like, it's it, Because cool. it's uh, you know, they have the same. They both love Quinn. Yes, they do, and they both want to see him uh, uh, alive. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, what struck me was just how willing Carrie is being Carrie. Yeah. to look through the footage because remember they were videotaping. Yeah. Um, Quinn's poisoning. Yes. And what struck me was just how well uh, that was portrayed. Mm-hmm. She's looking That's away. And, Wait, let me just say, yeah. Rupert Friend, who plays Quinn, is a brilliant actor. Yeah. He's so method, it's crazy. Like, that shaking yeah. in the thing and... You can't like that's not something I just I don't even know what to say. I think that's something you have to be born with. Yeah. To know how to do. To convey that to an audience and make them believe every second of it. I wonder what research he did, if at all, to prep good. himself to like how do you even put yourself in a mindset of someone who is being poisoned? Yeah, I think it's probably he probably did his research, but it's also training mm. and it's also a gut instinct. Yeah. And he's just very good at portraying that gut instinct of that character. Yeah. And it was just brilliant. That's like a that's a film performance almost. That's right? something you see in a film. I feel almost. like that. Yeah, the way yeah. it played out, and it, there weren't too many cuts. It, it seemed it seemed the the story that storyline seemed to play out and unravel in a way that was very. Um, it wasn't very rushed, mm-hmm. which I feel right. like you know those moments are just as important mm-hmm. as the heightened. Uh, Moments where there's a lot of action, action so to speak, right. and, and nervousness. Um, those 
kind of somber moments, those still moments that are still very impactful and very mm-hmm. powerful because you understand, you know, it's uh, very painful, I'll say. Yeah. You understand the pain behind it. Uh, I think those are just as important. Uh, would I, you see you shaking your head, you would agree? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So uh, before we move on, we just want to uh, say we do uh, thank you for our listeners who are listening on iTunes. Um, please, if you are uh, a podcaster, a podcast listener, uh, listen to us on iTunes. And mm-hmm. also, uh, we're all across the board on all social media. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We are obviously people watching us on YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are all everywhere uh, after Buzz TV. Yeah. Uh, so definitely listen to us. Comment, rate, share, subscribe. Uh, so you can uh, get in on the conversation. Yeah, and our hashtag <laughs> is ABTV Homeland. Right. Right. So, yeah, tweet us uh, some questions, comments, and anything else you want us to know. Yeah. So And then we'll read them here on the show. Yeah. Like we do every week. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, let's see, Allison, and we're kind of all over the place with this episode because there's so much to cover. It's like and you, Frank's not here. Frank. Frank, you know, Frank is our driver here, man. He does, you know, he keeps us in check. Here. I hope he's proud of us. I know. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> so uh, I said, Allison asked Dardog, remember that scene when she says, am I under arrest? And he goes, well, that's not, that's an open question right yeah. now. I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, because it, it definitely, it, it, it plays to sort of all of the things that are happening, right? And it and, mm-hmm. and it, it it encapsulates that in one sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Which it, and it's such a powerful sentence too, so it, it kind of breaks the tension. Right. Um and I think that she's trying to make herself useful and trying to find Quinn. Right. You know, to kind of save face and say, look, I'm still one of the good guys. Here you here's some information. Yeah. So she's trying to still cover her own self and say, I'm still worthy of being here. I'm still useful. Which you know. is a is a a pretty a pretty smart play. It very much so <laughs> is. I would hey, I th- like I told you, I'm telling you, Allison is a smart cookie. Yeah, very smart, and I like her. I like to hate her. I'll put it like that. You like to hate her. I like to hate her. <laughs> yes, I like her, and I like that. Oh. I know I wasn't here last episode, but Saul put the little bug in her handbag. I thought that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> and she still she still doesn't know it's there. Yeah, she I still doesn't I know it's there. About that. Yeah, so remember? Does she? So what happens? So maybe that might be. Uh, her that kind of the, the thing that kind that's of, it know, I was, starts yeah. the domino effect of her exactly, demise exactly because she still doesn't know it's there and he put it very strategically unless not she finds it and go oh you know how could she though I know and, well you know that's an expensive that's in a pretty expensive bag right? yeah and if it rips she's gonna go oh crap and she's probably take it and toss it in the closet you know but um, and unless not you know she looks and says well how does this get ripped and you know whatever but the likelihood know. of that right I don't know. I'm not a bag man. I, so I'm a bag girl. <laughs> and someone said, you know, Allison buying these $5,000 handbags, she's got some money stashed yeah. somewhere. She's prepared to, you know, do what she's got to do. So that's just me. But she still wants to make herself useful because she doesn't want to go to jail. <laughs> and neither does Yvonne. I mean, I don't think anybody wants to go to jail. Yeah. But she's, she definitely, I mean, she'd be going away to jail for a long time right. if that's the case. And Carrie's she, not buying that she's just so, you know, not involved. Car- yeah. You know what? Carrie needs to be back in the CIA because Carrie... Uh, for all of her crazy and for all of you know she's all over the place she is still a very good at what she does as right. well she's very and she's another smart cookie yeah without all of the resources of the CIA too she's exactly. managed to use her clout right frankly um, to assist and to yep. direct almost in, in, in direct indirectly I'll uh-huh. say uh, the direction of yep. this uh, this investigation that's right, right. and she's uh, been pretty spot on yeah yeah so. I mean so far Right, and, but that's just a testament to Carrie's instincts, right? right. She's always had, uh, she's always kind of known 
without right. knowing. Yeah. Uh, which I love about Carrie. I think right. I think that's just one yeah. of the, like her, her most endearing qualities. And she found Quinn and she was just heartbroken when they found him because he was just yeah. hanging by a thread, poor guy. I think that was sad because I thought he was dead. I was like, no, Quinn, don't die. <laughs> which I have said that if that ever happens. We're done. I'm Yeah, I'm certainly done. <laughs> Which, well, she does, well, let's talk about that. So she, um, finds Quinn, they find Quinn. Yeah. And he's in a, he's in a, as you can imagine, a, as anyone could imagine, mm-hmm. who's in that, who's been injected with this poison, uh, in a, in a pretty bad state, right? So he is lying on the floor in this gas chamber, um, and the flashlight is being flashed on, on him. Mm-hmm. And Carrie notices that he's moving. Mm-hmm. So he must be alive. And so, she indicates that, and Quinn flitters like t- t- blinks his eyes, mm-hmm. and they eventually get him out of there. But uh, I wonder where is it that Carrie? And I've always asked this about Carrie. Where is it that Carrie gets her resolve, her tenacity, her pursuit in in light of just such in- insurmountable odds? Mm. Uh, because for all intents, I mean, I, I don't know how many days. How, how many days has Quinn been missing? Like nine days. Like nine days, right? right? That's a mm-hmm. it's an, it's a long period of time. Right. And obviously, you know, once we see this this video that yeah. the jihadists have put out into the world mm-hmm. uh, about, well, what they plan on doing in yeah. Berlin, and they put it on live television. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like the news and right. stuff. Oh. Which I, I wish I would have gotten a shot of. Well, I don't know if they would use an actual news right. logo, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, I wonder how how likely that would be in real life. I don't know if it would be. I guess they don't want to. People don't want to incite news organizations and and governments yeah. uh, wouldn't want to incite sort of panic, right? Um, so they're a little reserved with the information that they relate to. Well, the Well, like public, they do but, all the live shots. You know, they would probably just show a snippet of it and then yeah. cut it, and then they'll talk over the rest. Yeah, that's what they do. It's. I mean, it's just. Uh, it's yeah. such a it's the worst position to be in, regardless of where you are, and right. either inside or outside of the CIA. Yeah, and you know what I hated about that is that Quinn seems so vulnerable, mm. and he's not a vulnerable guy. Yeah, he's a tough, hard as nails, give it to you kind of dude, and he's he was so vulnerable because he was helpless. Yeah, standing there very helpless. And, I mean, he's been helpless throughout. Yeah, and pretty much since he got shot. Since yeah. he got shot, mm-hmm. he hasn't been able to stand on his own two feet. No right. pun intended, and he's been at the mercy of right. another human being. Right. And so, yeah, it's it's sad to see Sin in that, uh, Quinn in that situation. Yeah. I just tried to abridge uh, those two things. Okay. Sad, sad and Quinn. Um, sad Quinn. Um, so, okay. I want to talk a little bit about the parallels between well, first of all, I wrote down lip quiver, which is what Carrie does I every know. time. She, like, I'm sorry, I just had to mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the parallels between this narr- the narrative of, of Homeland mm-hmm. and sort of real life. Okay. Um, I always thought, you know, you shoot a show, you edit it, and then months later, you air it. Uh, I want to know when they shot this, because there was a line in the show tonight by Allison that says, nobody wants to see another Paris. So I wonder, you know, maybe... How if they, that was a last minute decision? Did they change that? Like I don't know. You know, sometimes they shoot as the shows are airing. 
Uh, there are a lot oh. of shows that do that. Like Scandal does that. I mean, you know, they're a couple of episodes ahead, but okay. they're still continually shooting. Oh. So Homeland probably, they might be done shooting now. That's a crazy because, deadline. Yeah, it is. To write. Oh yeah, cause they'll usually like have that. a couple episodes in a can and they'll shoot the next one, have that, you know, and one will air and some, some shows do that. I'm okay. not sure if Homeland does it. Don't quote me on that, but that a lot of shows do that. Yeah. So, if they do, I mean, that's that's quick, amazing writing. <laughs> right. They, they may have had to change a lot of things because, you know, Perhaps. they kind of go along and they change the script as things sort of come up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Somebody did mention Paris and I thought, hmm, interesting. Uh, yeah. You know? because, because, I mean, it's it, obviously Paris didn't happen too long ago. Right. And, um, it's still very much um, something that's being discussed. Right. Clearly, mm-hmm. as, as you know, one would imagine it would be. Um, I just think, you know, that's such a credit to... The way the show is, uh, is, is, um, made in that they're so grounded in the truth. Yes. Um, despite how you feel about whatever perspective they're, mm-hmm. they're kind of uh, saying their narrative from, their, their story, uh, which I love so much. I do too. Yeah. I like that. I like that it brings a sense of realism to the masses to you know because uh, a lot of people don't watch the news they don't read newspapers so when they see a show like Homeland or you know Law and Order or all the, some of these other shows that are on they get a chance to see mm-hmm. what's probably going on and I was just saying on another show that I was on that uh, some uh, uh, expert I forget don't quote me on this he said something to the effect that 85% of this stuff that we see on television like the Homelands mm-hmm. and all this is real it has happened or somebody was going to do it and it's pretty much real and the rest is Hollywood. Mm. And I thought, mm, you know, that's plausible. Well, they have experts on. Yeah, they, they have, have intelligence experts, experts yes. that work mm-hmm. on the show. Right. To uh, make it more authentic. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that, you know, that that is true. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to speak to one of those experts. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Could you call in? No. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the live chat. It says Quinn will kill Allison. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I think he should kill Allison. Ooh. Allison is the reason why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's in this mess. This is true. Yeah. Uh, we have another one that says, uh, Jay, oh, James Mendoza. I need glasses. Mm-hmm. 1981 says, yeah. they dubbed over the Another Paris. That's why they had her back turned. Oh, oh wow. Good point. That's yes, a really good observation. That out. Yeah. Good observation. We didn't catch that. I, I didn't catch that did. at all. I see. I think the South Park is the seven days before the show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they do. Okay, so there are definitely other shows that shoot uh-huh. uh, closer to. Oh, yeah, some of them uh, shoot even timeline. one episode. They'll have one. That's air insane. And, oh yeah, and they'll have the other one cranking out, and yeah, they do that. Which show? Do you know which shows? <sighs> Don't quote me on that. Okay, I just know that because That's, I have a lot of actor friends, and right. I'm an actor, and I, you know, like you, you go in on a Thursday, and Monday you're working on another show, and the show's already aired. So let me ask you, since you're an actor, uh-huh. uh, how <laughs> long do you think these people get based on your expert? You know, okay. opinion. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, how long do you think the actors get to memorize these lines? I mean, they're um, a week's worth of time. I don't know. It depends. You know, uh, well, the, the main actors like uh, the Carries and, the, you know, the, the Allisons, they get their script probably uh, emailed to them or sent to them way ahead before the rest of us little minions come mm-hmm. in. You know, the ones with those of us with I'd smaller imagine rows. they get them delivered. Yeah, they, yeah, they either get them curried or sometimes now they do email. Yeah, they used to really? do send you a courier. Now they just do email. But that's a whole nother show. <laughs> I, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fascinated by that. Oh, because yeah. you think with... It is sensitive information to a lot of people. What oh, yeah. is in the scripts, right? right. You know, yeah. and all, uh, you and me and everyone watching and everyone that's a fan yeah. of the show, you know, is interested. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just, I mean, I wonder, you know, how they think that 
securing that information oh yeah they have me the the corridor you know sometimes when you get on a set and this is just a sidebar to the homeland uh thing i've never worked on homeland just so you're clear (laughs) i would love to though well you have more experience (laughs) in acting than i do um um they i was going to say something about the script you know you uh and if they're rewrites you get them day of because you have to memorize the day of pretty much you have to go on your trailer and sit there and memorize and then you're on set Pretty much, yeah. That's how soap operas do it, too. Like, d- the day of, you get, like, 47 pages. 47 here pages of the day of? Yeah, here you go. Memorize it. Employ oh, some yeah. memorization techniques. That's, that's, that's a whole other Oprah right that's there. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, back to Homeland. Right, yeah. back to Homeland. But, yeah, and they have a lot of... Um, <laughs> Um, terminology to remember and you have to oh, be able right. to say those words correctly and like uh, remember Dar- uh, what's his name Ivan was talking about the, the the chemicals and sarin and all that yeah that's kind of hard yeah know? if you don't have a background in it exactly and then you have to like that. research the name of it and everything so yeah they have a tough job you know they do very well these these actors on this show are just brilliant all of them I mean F. Murray Abraham who plays mm-hmm. Dardal he's he's you know he's old school he's he's been around a long time he's brilliant yeah at that <laughs> yeah what he does so I just I, lo- I love them all so uh, what else stood out to you narratively <sighs> this episode because we so let we have we have obviously um, the Allison and everyone else dynamic we mm-hmm. have the Dardal and Saul dynamic yeah uh, we have the Dardal I'm sorry the Quinn dynamic which we right. spoke about uh, and then Laura Sutton Otto yeah. uh, and Jonas of course which is just kind of like the meat and potatoes I feel like in many ways uh, of this episode mm-hmm. do, do you agree? I, I, I okay. agree. Yeah, I, I think that's that's correct. Yeah, because what's happening within the CIA, yeah, obviously is driving this mm-hmm. this thing. But I feel like to to a certain extent, you know, from the sidelines, the uh, During Foundation mm-hmm. is kind of pushing this along a little bit mm. uh, in a way that we may not understand. Yeah, Ardol still hasn't revealed his um, what's the word? Well, he his purpose. His his purpose. Yeah. What is what is his purpose? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. He hasn't really shown a purpose yet. I mean, we know he's a rich guy, mm-hmm. and he has a foundation that Laura Sutton works for and Jonas works for. But what actually is his purpose? Why is he there? Yeah. Why does he want? What What is he trying to do? Is he trying to enlighten the world? Right. Is he Is he just trying to make more money? I don't. No, uh, either. Yeah, I know. It's a good yeah. question. Maybe it'll be revealed to us. Frank obviously doesn't like <laughs> Frank doesn't like Otto. <laughs> Frank doesn't like Otto. <laughs> no. I think cause because uh, the reason why, and I'll just say this, the reason why I think Otto uh, may not be as bad as Frank or right. anyone else that agrees with Frank uh, mm-hmm. may think he is because, well, I have a journalism background and so I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, the pursuit of truth is uh, mm-hmm. a noble one. Um, and so I do think he has noble intentions. I just... I'd like to finally know what they are so that I can put this to rest. Mm -hmm. Because I think Laura Sutton has... uh, She wears her emotions on her sleeve, right? Right. She knows what her mission is and she makes it known to the world and she's even willing to, you know, do that on uh, national television or or international television, of course. Um, But you're right. We don't know really where Otto's coming from. I don't know. Do we we even know his backstory and what his his motivations are? I don't know. Yeah, we haven't gotten that far yet, so... Who knows? Maybe well, he's just there to sort of um, move the story along and, mm. and, and be sort of a player in all this. But Laura Sutton, um, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of, I know what her purpose is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure about Otto. Yeah. Uh, There's a big question mark on him for me. <laughs> <laughs> so. And Jonas, oh. Jonas also um, has, has been a pretty pivotal 
I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. And just because we have to wrap soon, I just want to touch on this a little bit. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, I saw kind of a, a an interesting um, forgetful moment for Jonas. I think he mm-hmm. forgot that he was this man's lawyer who's coming to him for for a second there. There mm-hmm. was this exchange between him and Laura Sutton mm-hmm. uh, where Laura was kind of reminding him he is your lawyer and this is we can't just hand him off to the feds mm-hmm. um, and it was just interesting to me that he automatically you know kind of forgot that yeah. that was the case and he didn't keep his client's best interest in mind at the top right. of mind yeah um, I wonder if it's because of that line of work you're so like everything sort of falls to the periphery and you're right. so laser focused on the mission um, I thought that was interesting I don't yeah know. I did too I, I kind of wondered was there going to be something there because at some point you know he's going to run into Carrie Mm -hmm. which is probably getting into predictions which we should probably get into well let's talk about predictions predictions and now you're after Buzz TV predictions you want to go first oh no you go first (laughs) I I don't I don't even know I have several but then I have none Well, because they're, they each have logical conclusions, exactly, and there's so there's so many different ways you can go, right? Uh, so let's let's stick with um, let's stick since we're on the topic. Let's stick with Laura Sutton okay. and the During Foundation and Otto and yeah. and um, uh, anything that sort of happens there. So I think I I just am fascinated by these documents. Okay, I want to yeah. know what these documents have. I do too. I, I what is the damaging information? Right. Um, I think. Ultimate, I've said this before, I think that is what's going to drive um, the narrative for the next two episodes. Yeah. What these documents... We haven't heard about these documents. So what I think is going to happen, and I'm just pulling it out of nowhere, uh, is that Laura Sutton is going to become frustrated mm-hmm. with the barriers to entry in mm. her pursuit of uh, truth. Okay. That she's going to somehow get a hold of these documents and leak them on the dark web. Oh, that would be good. Because she feels so compelled to do so. To that's, like, that would be a good one. Know, yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I think that's my prediction. Okay. Well, I have an Allison prediction. <laughs> okay. uh, somebody said, uh, Frank, I think he said that he thinks Alice is going to kill herself. Oh, right. And somebody on YouTube, I think, says, no, no, you know, Stephanie's right. She's so vain. She's not going to kill herself. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to take that money in her handbags and she's going to disappear. Yeah, she's okay. gonna go to that island wherever she wanted to go, and that's gonna be the end of her. Will she go to that island? Well, maybe she'll go somewhere. Somewhere she'll pack all of her designer bags, mm-hmm. and she'll just beat it out of town because clearly she's too vain to kill herself. She's trying to save her own butt, so she clearly wants to stay around. Yeah, but I think that once the heat really get, they start to put the fire to her feet, really, really, because they re- they kind of did, but not like they haven't turned right. it up. They got to turn up the volume because they need they need some they need more. They need more. And once they get more, which will be some in those documents, because okay. you know there's a lot of stuff in those documents about Allison, right? And all the stuff she did in Baghdad and all that. That's when she's going to say, you know what? I'm going to take this money because how is she affording five thousand dollar handbags on a salary? Come on now, what are you doing? Lady? <laughs> I mean, really? Look, I have Tom Ford taste on H and M budget, so I understand that. <laughs> I had to say that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> For all the, you know, the girls out there who right. love the, the the nice handbags. We can't afford that crap. I know. So she's doing something shady, but I think that she's going to just disappear. And, and leave leave Ivan leave to Ivan his own to, devices. To, yes. Leave him in the lurch. Because wow. she's got to pin it on somebody. How would she be able to get away? I'm just, I, obviously, we don't know how that will play out. But if that is the case, right. how She's be, she'll be going up against two very large and powerful governments. Lots of people do. They disappear. Yeah. 
They just disappear into the ethers. They go to Russia. She can, she can also <laughs> defect. Remember, Saul was going to defect to Israel. Oh, true. She, she could defect. She could just disappear to an island somewhere. I guess she would be defecting to two con- uh, against two countries. Right. Well, she probably, she'll have to go somewhere where nobody knows her. You know what I mean? She can't go to Russia because those people know her. Some of those people know her. Mm-hmm. She'd have to go someplace else that doesn't have an extradition law where they can't snatch okay. her and bring her back. Interesting. That's just my prediction. We'll see, though. We'll see. She, well, then again, you know, she may be around for season two, which will be great because yeah. I like her around for season two. <laughs> Frank, tweet us your prediction. Yeah, tweet us your t- predi- <laughs> prediction, Frank. <laughs> and also, you guys, if you're watching, tweet us your predictions. Yeah. Uh, hashtag ABTV Homeland. Uh, you can uh, catch me online all across the board on all social media at Julian Dujeric, yeah. and you can of course uh, do the same thing. I'm Stephanie Garrett. You can catch <laughs> me on at Stephanie G3360 on Instagram and Twitter, and Stephanie Garrett3360 on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching. Thank we you. really appreciate all of your comments and the fact that uh, you help us keep the lights on here. Yes. Uh, so until next week, Frank, you'll be here with us. Yes. And thanks and, to all uh, the live chatters. And thanks to all the live chatters too. Yes. Uh, we'll see you next week, and uh, have a nice week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 